Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. B.J. Hunter was one of the top defensive football players in the country in high school, and in fact, several scouts said he was probably the third best safety in the country. And when he got to the University of Texas to suit up, he showed himself pretty well, playing in 12 games his freshman year, recording 46 tackles, two and a half sacks, and an interception. But playing in a big-time college program is a different kind of animal. Apparently, Hunter couldn't adapt to being part of the rotation of top-named defensive football players. And in fact, it was his lack of playing time that caused him, during the Longhorn season opener Saturday, to quit the team in the middle of the third quarter. He may have also forgotten what was actually going on on the field Saturday as his team, Texas, was playing UTEP. And when the coach benched him, his team was well on the way to winning 59-3. to <laughs> I want to play it all or I don't want to play, Cliff. <laughs> oh, by the way, Cliff, um, yeah? I mentioned this to you off the air yesterday. I yeah. sent that $25 in so we can re-up our membership in the um, – not that much better business bureau here on the morning road show. <laughs> okay, good. I knew you were worried that about covered. that. Yes. That was a bit concerned, yes. Well, you know, you, you want their <laughs> seal of approval because the not that much better business bureau is a hard membership to get into. And if they ever throw you out, I'm not sure we'll ever get back in. So we're covered, okay? Excellent. Well, Cliff, our Weeding Cliff Anytime line yes. has been well used. It's like a well-oiled machine. <laughs> and as we said, any time yeah. you want to call that number. What's that number That's again, right. Cliff? The, the number is 812-682-0520. You can call us and leave us a message on that line 24-7. You can either text us or you can leave a right. voice message. It's, it's the same number for our text line. You can e do either one 24-7. I don't think I've ever heard Matt, our good buddy, yeah. This subdued the entire time he's ever called in. He called this Maybe. in last night, Cliff. Matt? It was Does, Matt? Doesn't even sound like him. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. Never have I watched Dancing with the Stars until tonight with Carol Baskin on it. And this is the dumbest damn thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I hope you guys catch it, or at least catch it in the morning, because you guys are probably in bed now. <laughs> okay, don't laugh because we have to go to bed early, Matt. That's <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, I didn't see it, Cliff. I did not see. I saw just the beginning of the show. I didn't see I didn't, actually Carol Baskin perform. No, I I didn't. I didn't watch a lick of it. I watched a little bit of it, and um, I was kind of not watching it out of protest, actually. Really? Yes. <laughs> because I like Tom Bergeron, I and do, they fired him. I I liked him too. I liked him too. You well, know, they they felt like they had to go through this this thing where they were needed to have a new look and a new direction for the show. No, they just needed better stars to dance that we knew who they are. That's all they needed. We didn't need we didn't need Tyra Banks, okay? <laughs> well, we needed Tom Bergeron and stars who could dance or stars who couldn't dance. I read this morning, Cliff. Yeah. That during the show. Yeah. And I skipped around and missed parts of it, but there was a commercial on there paid for yeah. mm -hmm. by the former husband of Carol Baskins who passed away, his <laughs> yeah. his children 
an attorney yeah. paid for this commercial. <laughs> oh, they did. <laughs> offering a $100,000 reward for information on his disappearance back in 97. <laughs> and the attorney actually says in the commercial, yeah. Yeah. do you know who did this? Or if Carol Baskin was involved, <laughs> I'm like, wow. Do, we, do you know? I think we all know who did this. I we all. <laughs> and it wasn't Tyra Banks. <laughs> we, this could have been one of those stories that show people will steal anything, anytime and anywhere, except whoever broke into this home in Guelph, a city in southwest Ontario, Canada, didn't take anything. In fact, they actually left something behind. And before you go wondering if this is one of those dumb criminal stories about a goofball that breaks into a place and then seemingly forgets to steal anything but drops his driver's license at the scene of the crime, you should think again. Because this criminal wasn't like that either. In fact, he was way more akin to the stories being told by the Morning Roadshow Department of Just in Time for Breakfast. Because police there are now on the lookout for whoever broke into the home and pooped in the dishwasher. Investigators say entrance into the home was gained through an unlocked sliding glass door and the homeowner had left the dishwasher open, thus making an easy target for someone who had a strong urge to evacuate. Police, as you might expect, are looking for the suspect, but have nothing to go on. <laughs> How about a dishwasher? <laughs> I can just picture Cliff. Yeah. A bunch of FBI profilers trying to come up with a profile for somebody like that. I mean, you know, they always come up with, you know, the age and yeah, and the, at least the range of age and yeah, what they do for a living and what their past experiences be. What would mm -hmm. what would set you up, Cliff, for a lifetime of breaking into a house and doing that? Who wakes up in the morning is what I'm trying to get at, thinking today. <laughs> Yeah. Is the day I'm going to be the Whirlpool Man. Mercy. <laughs> mm. no. The Whirlpool Man. <laughs> well, How do you clean that up anyway? I move. <laughs> and that story you did after the 7 o'clock news, Cliff. The story about someone who pooped in a dishwasher. That is giving me something to do after 10 o'clock this morning. I'm kind of glad you came up with that story. Going to go home and check your dishwasher. <laughs> no, I'm going to call my insurance agent, Ray. Oh. Oh, 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 Ray, okay. And I'm going to ask Ray if my homeowner's policy would, <laughs> and for lack of a better word, cover this in case it ever happens to me because I want a new dishwasher. <laughs> and I'm going to see if Ray will say, yes, they'll give you another dishwasher. I mean, and that's a valid question. I mean, what, what does one do with the damage uh, when someone breaks into your home? That's an easy question to answer when someone breaks a window. Or, you know, that kind of thing. Bust down a door. Right. But what what does the insurance do when someone poops in your dishwasher? I want a new one. I'm not using that one again. And <laughs> I will argue just, with them forever on that. Couldn't you just fill it up with soap and close the door and turn it on? If they disinfect it? If they say, Cliff... It's yeah. just a thought of it, Cliff. It's just yeah, a thought I know. of it. I, know. I mean, in that sense... How do you know it doesn't already have has happened or not? Uh, well, that's true. You don't know that. But at least, you know, <laughs> not knowing some things is the best way to go through life. And once well, I know that's happened, if they won't take care of it, Cliff, I'm yeah. taking it to Ray's house and say, you use it then. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> if it doesn't matter, you use it. Oh, mercy. <laughs> oh, got to be 
heebie-jeebies now, Cliff. Thanks. Cliff, I may have messed up this morning here on this program. You may have messed up? Well, as you well know, <laughs> yeah, I eat one time a day. Yes. And I generally, I know that's not the healthiest, but that's kind of the habit I've gotten into for many years. Yep. You, you eat once a day, and your uh, nourishment for the rest of the 24-hour period consists of cigarettes and Diet Mountain Dew. That's exactly right. <laughs> Probably not the, uh, no, not the not, food group not your children need. Not recommended by a nutritionist <laughs> no. or a doctor or anybody no, like that. It's no. not the pyramid that you learned about in school by no means, but that's the pyramid I've taken. Yeah. And foolishly, Cliff, on our Facebook page this morning, Weed and Cliff in the Morning, I posted on there that today, and it is, it's National yeah. Double Cheeseburger Day. Ooh. Uh-huh. And Ooh. I asked our wonderful Facebook friends if they would, yeah. you know, comment on the place they think has the best double cheeseburger. Yeah. According to mm. the picture that I've seen, Cliff, and this rarely yeah. happens to me, I am like yeah. starving right now, and it's only <laughs> 723 in the morning. Some, someone posted a picture? <sighs> I need... To find yeah. a reason, any reason yeah. whatsoever, yeah, to make it to <laughs> Oakland City. What's it going on in Oakland City? That picture on our Facebook page of that double cheeseburger that the owner of this place posted on their cliff. Is it the Mom's Diner place? That's the only thing I can think of now is Mom's <laughs> Diner this morning. Did you see that thing? I'm looking at it right now, actually. You know, my go-to, my love, yeah. is Zesto in Evansville. That looks pretty darn close to a Zesto burger, oh. except the bun's probably fresher. Well, actually, it's probably true, too. Man, that, does that thing not look good? It, that looks extraordinary. I have to find some kind of a reason to make it to Oakland City. <laughs> or here's another thought. There's because somebody else, now that I'm you mentioned this, I'm like looking through the, uh, the comments on our Wheaton Cliff Facebook page. Uh, the food truck could actually come to you. You know, I never the, uh, the burgers and beignets. <sighs> I I have not had from the from that food truck burgers and beignets, but I have heard that it's extraordinary. And if you look at those pictures, that's um, also some pretty good uh, cheeseburger action going on right there. I need some cheeseburger action right now. <laughs> I'm going to Oakland City for some cheeseburger action. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. Cliff, do you still have your golf clubs? Yes, I haven't I haven't used them for probably a decade, but I still have them, yeah. Are they left-handed? No. Uh, even though I am left-handed, when it came time to swing a club, I just did it right-handed. I couldn't tell you why that was, but well, same thing for, you know, Little League. I was batted right-handed. All right. Well, there went that idea. What was what were you going to do with left-handed golf clubs? I need an excuse to get to Oakland City, and I was going to go over there and pretend to play golf and i was going to borrow your clubs but i'm left-handed whenever i play i mean i'd be foolish to go over there with right-handed clubs well they they probably have loaner clubs you think they do yeah most most public courses have some form of loaner clubs or you know, rental for five dollars or something like that well, i don't know why you need think you need an excuse to go eat a hamburger <laughs> That is just true. go eat a cheeseburger. I could just go over there and eat, couldn't I? And just be done with it. <laughs> it's kind of stupid to play for golf, pay for golf, and then and all you really want to do is eat a cheeseburger. Yeah, that wasn't very smart. Yeah, okay. I wrote that down, Cliff, so I wouldn't forget it too. What's that? I don't need an excuse to go. You to don't Oakland need an City. excuse. Yes, that's correct. Yeah.
I'm glad you said that. <laughs> well, Cliff, everybody all over the country seems to be protesting something, and yep. that's something that I could possibly do here that doctors around this area can't possibly yeah. do is protest. That? I can protest. I you can, can protest. I can write up a sign of some sort whining about something I don't like, something yeah. I do like, yeah. something I like, and march up and down Broadway Street here and Everybody would see me and my protest sign. No, that's that's totally. You mean doctors can't do that? No, 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 no. I did not know that. No, no. You see, uh, doctors can never be part of a protest. Yeah. Especially the sign carrying, because who in the world could read what they wrote on their sign? Oh, see, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I understand that now. I would ha- have to get a pre-printed sign, wouldn't they? Yes, because if a doctor, <laughs> like, if this doctor, if she wrote the sign out, Cliff, I would have to bring along a pharmacist to translate it for me. <laughs> I was going to say, the, the only way for a doctor to protest with a sign is if it's at the pharmacist convention. <laughs> yes. And do you know how expensive it would be to rent a pharmacist to walk around with you going, what's that sign oh, yeah. there say? <laughs> I couldn't afford I couldn't afford to go to the protest clip yeah. because I'm like, I can't afford the pharmacist. Yeah. We are now entering the heat of the campaign season, and that means, of course, the politicking will be hot and heavy until November. Many people will be inclined to put signs supporting their favorite candidates in their yard. And if that's your thing, go for it. But leave other people's signs alone. And while it is important to have your say, at some point we all have to climb on a soapbox and tell people where we stand. It's important that you not do what a San Francisco man who identifies himself as Armando did what he did on Saturday. Armando took to social media, in fact, steaming, oh no, wait, streaming live on social media, where at least 19,000 people saw him poop in Nancy Pelosi's driveway. It seems as though Armando put his cell phone, transmitting the live stream on a tripod across the street, walked over to the driveway and stood around for several minutes, seemingly working up the urge to go, and then saluted the viewers and squatted to poop on the pavement. It remains unclear what motivated the incident, but my guess is Taco Bell. I'd like to be known by just one name, Cliff. I think that would be really cool. I really <laughs> and if do. You, and it would have to be, you know, you'd have to say it that Armando. Oh, man. You'd have like, to say it, yeah. Oh, yeah, I love the way you said that. <laughs> Could you say my name like that, Cliff? <laughs> Weed. Nah, not near as good. <laughs> no, see, you got to have more than one... S- Syllable, I think, for that to work. I need to change my name to Armando. Armando. Boy, that even even sounds romantic <laughs> when you say it, Cliff. As opposed to weed. Yeah, that's kind of, <laughs> yeah. Well, yep. Cliff, after a century of trying to keep all of us awake, did you see you where know? Pepsi now is trying to put us to sleep? I have not seen that. Yes, they've come out, or they're going to come out in December with a brand new offering. It's called Driftwell. Okay. And they call it a relaxation drink that's supposed to help you and I yeah. de-stress and go to sleep. Yeah. What do you know? Basically, it's non-carbonated water in a yeah. can yeah. with a little bit of blackberry and lavender and some vitamins thrown in there. Okay. And it's called Driftwell. Somewhere yeah. 
Jack Daniels is laughing right now, saying you're a little <laughs> bit late to the game. We've been putting folks to sleep since 1866. <laughs> we don't need your non-carbonated water. With we, lavender. Well, Cliff, earlier we mentioned the uh, Pepsi-Cola company coming out with a new drink to help put you to sleep. It's called Driftwell. Yes, it's got like lavender and herbs and stuff in it yes. to help you sleep. And, of course, we've yep. got the Weed and Cliff Anytime line, which, again, Cliff, that number is what? That's right. It's the same as our text number. It's uh, 812-682-0520. You can text us anytime. And you can also call us and leave us a voicemail if you have whatever it is that's on your mind, on your mind, and just unload into that uh, voicemail whenever you want to. And even though it's called the Anytime Line, we can't play yep. everything that's on there. And sometimes, nope. Cliff, the things that are said on there are a bit hurtful to some <laughs> of us here at Country 98.1. What particularly are you talking about? I don't know. Let's take a listen to this one here, okay? Okay. Top of the morning to you, Phil McCracken. You want to go to sleep? You don't need herbs and spices and lavender. All you got to do is listen to a segment of Take It to the Bank. It puts <laughs> me to sleep every time. You see, that's a little hurtful there, Phil. That's a bit oh, hurtful, Cliff. Phil McCracken. Yes. <laughs> I kind of like Phil McCracken it's today. It's an award-winning <laughs> show, Phil McCracken from Ireland, Indiana. <laughs> I've got the trophy to prove it, Cliff, don't I? Really? It's plastic. It doesn't matter. You a, you've got a plastic trophy. Well, they give you a certificate to be a doctor, and it's on a piece of paper. Is that not true? <laughs> Is that not okay, true? Got a point I'm there. a lot like a doctor in that way, Cliff. The, yeah. That segment of the show is a lot like being a doctor. And there it is, Cliff. There yep. it finally is. <laughs> I knew he couldn't hold it any longer. Yeah. Please listen to this. Okay. Hey, it might be appreciation week for what I do, but I sure appreciate what you guys do. It sure makes my morning a whole lot more enjoyable in this old truck. Take care, fellas. You see what he's hey. trying to do there, don't you, Cliff? He's uh, he's sucking up hard. <laughs> All for a Grumpy Pants song. All for a song from Alan Jackson. Very nice that he called in and said those kind words, Cliff. We're not <laughs> we're not dogging on that. Oh, no, we're not dogging on that. We're just recognizing it for what it is. Exactly right. He's, I'm He's not going to do it. suck up. Yes, yes. <laughs> so if you want to hear that song that bad by that guy, yeah. you know what we got to do, Cliff. What's that? We got to play. Oh, we got to play it. Okay. No, no, no. We've got to play. I'm like, hold out for more. Russell Maybe Dickerson. Maybe he'll come up with actual cash. Yes. Russell Dickerson's <laughs> going to be playing now with every little thing. This is almost a pre take it to the bank here this morning, Cliff. Well, what's that? Well, we got a text message while that song was playing, Papa Top, yeah. done by Alan yeah. Jackson, his version. Of course, mm -hmm. Jim Ed Brown had the original recording of that. Yeah. And one of our texting friends says that he asked the Jim Ed Brown personally what kind of beer they used for that popping sound when they recorded it. <laughs> yeah. And Jim Ed Brown told this man directly that we didn't use yeah. beer. We used Dr. Pepper because it fizzed the best. And we went through 12 cases of it trying to record <laughs> this song. <laughs> I believe that. That should have been the Take It to the Bank this morning. Well, it's time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. And today we're going to be talking about Play-Doh, which celebrates its 60th birthday tomorrow. Actually, okay. the 65th birthday tomorrow. Oh, all right. Now, Cliff, I always thought these things 
were huge when I was a kid. The containers. Yeah. I looked it up, and they sell them now three ounces at a time in each container. I thought they were much bigger than that when I was a kid. Well, I think they they were, um, but there's a lot more colors now than what we had to play with. Well. So they have them in smaller containers, but there's a bigger variety of color. Okay. Well, three ounces at a time they sell these things now. Mm-hmm. And more than 752 million pounds of Play-Doh have been created and sold. And right now, <laughs> yeah. more than 100 million cans are sold each and every single year of Play-Doh. That blows my mind. 752 million pounds of this stuff has been sold. And it was inducted into the Toy Hall of Fame in 1998. Okay. So those are some of the things to know about Play-Doh as we take it to the bank. Now, see, that was nice and sweet and easy to do, right, Cliff? (laughs) I know, yeah, 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 yeah. The sound you hear is Phil McCracken. (laughs) (laughs) Off to net. Well, it's in the Hall of Fame, the Toy Hall of Fame. Okay. And still, Illegal Fireworks is not in the Hall of Fame. And I'm pushing for that. I'm pushing for that. Well, Cliff, I've got some wonderful news right now. I can't wait any Wonderful news right now? Yes. Well, this is a surprise. I I know. It is a surprise. Reese's peanut butter cups are coming out where they take a bunch of potato chips and just cram them inside that cup, and you'll eat both of them at the same time. No word on when they're coming out, but apparently it's pretty soon. Now, for me, Cliff, that's big Hmm. news because... Two of my favorite foods are Reese's peanut butter cups yeah. and potato chips. <laughs> and and now apparently they're going to be two great tastes that taste great together. Yes, they've come together and had a baby. I didn't even yeah. know they were romantically involved with each other, but evidently, Cliff, there's no. been some stuff yeah. going on Exactly. Here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the gender reveal for it right here. I bet it tastes oh, salty I as I hope we don't have a forest fire. Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of the day start with number three. This is one of the dumbest damn things I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Matt Hawking, for uh, chiming in early on the uh, Dancing with the Stars. Yes. (laughs) He's got a point, though. True. Yeah. Number two. Pooped in a dishwasher. (laughs) We knew before 6 a.m. that was going to be the phrase of the day. Pretty pretty well, yeah. Yeah. The number one morning roadshow phrase for today. I'm going to Oakland City for some cheeseburger action. (laughs) And I don't need an excuse to go there. No, you could just go and have a cheeseburger. I wrote that down, Cliff, so I would remember I don't need an excuse to go. you don't need an (laughs) excuse. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.